It's time for the April 17th, 2015 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a cheerfully pessimistic recollection of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And that's Mahler, the acid test dog. Mm-hmm. And we are your source of bona fide lizard news. Oh! Yeah! I, tell me more. Well, Mike, yes. Florida state officials announced plans to beep up their patrol of Palm Beach County in order to kill five-foot-long Nile monitor lizards Wow! that are presumed to be responsible for a drop in the population of feral cats and the disappearance of another number of dachshund puppies. Oh, oh wow. It's morning. so Mahler. Yeah, yeah they just is... swallow those puppies whole, these big five-foot-long lizards. And they're, they're down in Florida. Five foot long lizards. Oh my god! Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. Just having fun down there. Wow. In Florida. Yeah. And that's your lizard news. You know, we just don't hear enough about lizards. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And now for some non-lizard news, mm-hmm. uh, Mahler. Yeah, you can stop mourning the dachshunds. He doesn't really. He care really for... care about dogs. <laughs> yeah. I knew that. I was going to say. But... Uh, for, yeah. He's yeah, a yeah, hound dog. Yeah. He's a short-legged mm-hmm. wieners. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh, analysis of ancient cadavers recovered in Gog's Cave, Gog's Cave in Scot- Somerset, England. Okay. Gog's Cave mm-hmm. confirmed the existence of a sophisticated culture of butchering and carving human, human remains. Oh. So apparently we were kind of cannibalistic in our past. Huh. The dig reveals that human cranial remains had been carefully modified to make skull caps, which would be so cool. <laughs> Hipsters today would be wearing human remain skull caps if they could. You know it. You know. You know. You know it. They're beards and their skull caps also found was evidence for defleshing you know they oh, were going, okay yeah so they were skinning right. them yeah disarticulation I mean you know they were popping things around in there human chewing on, on human bones and stuff. okay crushing of spongy bone and the cracking of human <clears throat> bones to extract marrow so they were sucking the bones yeah out. they yeah. were really going mm, at it weren't they good. they were they were just like nibbling org feel strong <laughs> They didn't just come cut it out for the rump roast. Uh-uh. They were digging in there, weren't yeah. they? Well, yeah, you yeah. know, waste not want. Yeah, not. I guess so. If you, you kill you, someone, yeah, just like and, and this is such a rich tradition with human beings that uh-huh. any part of the human that's wasted is considered, you know, yeah. that's that's a bad thing. So you don't want to waste any, yeah, part. Mike, yeah, we are sitting here yeah. in Studio A, yes, as they call it here at mm-hmm. KUCI, surrounded by. CDs. Thousands of CDs. Thousands of CDs. They contain uh, bisphenol A, that's BPA, a carbon-based synthetic compound used to make plastics and epoxy resins. Yes. You're saying BPA-based plastic is clear and tough. Yes. That's what you're saying. It's that's used to saying. make water bottles. Everything. Sports equipment. Yes. CDs. Yes. DVDs. Yes. A collaboration of researchers has determined that BPA can alter a sexual uh, differentiation in turtles. Yeah. Yeah. Scientists are concerned findings could indicate harmful effects to us yes, and our environment. Yes. When scientists exposed pregnant mice to levels of BPA equivalent to those considered safe in humans, three generations of female mouse offspring experienced significant reproductive problems, including declines in fertility, sexual maturity, and pregnancy success. So BPA is not a good thing for the environment, at least for... Um, Turtles and mice. Well, I, I think it's and, fair to extrapolate for human beings as well because yeah. there has been since 1988 a 50% drop in fertility rates yeah. among That's Americans. That's because we're listening to CDs. 
And we're drinking out of plastic water bottles. You mean like this one? Yeah. Like just like, like this right one there. that I have in my yeah. hand right now. That you bought from what? Mothers? Tra- Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. But you get it. It looks mothers. like mothers. Yeah, it does. But it looks it's like from... mothers to me. Yeah, yeah. It's it's also it's aloe water. Ooh, healthy on the inside. Not good. Sexually Well, yeah. Sexually <laughs> disturbing on the inside. inside. Yeah. By the way, as luck would have it, or fortune would smile upon the uh, the show today, I am interviewing the director of a documentary in about uh, 45 minutes yeah. on just this subject. Wow. It's called The Human Experiment. And That's it's about crazy. all the chemicals that have been introduced into our food supply and what we use to uh, drink out of and everything else, and the yeah. precipitous rise in autism and Woo. in sexual infertility and all, all kinds of things. So tune in to Film School Two, about at an hour 9 from o'clock. Now. About you an can hour learn from all now. about this. Yeah. Those of you who uh, yeah. get this via podcast, yeah, yeah. just go to the Film School podcast. Yeah, it's called the, by the way, it's called The Human Experiment. It's uh-huh. narrated by Sean Penn. Ooh. Ooh. Scientists at the University of Manchester discovered a way to make trees grow bigger and faster. Trees, mm. bigger, faster, mm-hmm. which could increase supplies of renewable resources and help trees cope with the effects of climate change. And also create Frankenstein trees. <laughs> The team successfully manipulated two genes in poplar trees. Mm. That's poplar. Mm-hmm. Oh, poplars not are popular. popular trees. No, but, but they are pop. pop but yeah, they are popular. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, I was going to say something that would have dated me horribly. Okay. Poplar trees, in order to make them grow larger and more quickly than usual, usual, they identified two genes that are able to drive cell division in the stem and so override the normal growth pattern. So they can get these things to just kind of. I imagine like huge stems on these trees that will topple over. That's yeah, what right, I'm right, 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 right. Right, the trunks won't grow, but yeah. the, all the branches will, and everything will yeah. topple. So they're saying it could increase plant biomass as a renewable resource and for biofuels and you, stuff like that. But that's you know, Nathan. That's great news, except that the lumber industry will use it to essentially destroy all of whatever yeah. remaining trees yeah. are, are left. They'll start feeding it to giant redwoods, and we'll have like. 2,000-foot redwoods. That will, yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh-huh. thank you for pointing out that I'm drinking out of something that probably has BPH in it, but uh, I just looked at the BPA. label here. BPA. Yeah. I'm sorry, BPA. Pardon me. Uh, it says here, BPA light is one of the ingredients. BPA light? Yeah, so it's not It's not, It's <laughs> not. It's not. all yeah. that much. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, they really cut it out. What, what was it? The, you know, it's like, uh, what was it? Chesterfield light or yeah. whatever. Yes, know? Chesterfield's. President Obama told Congress he will remove Cuba from a U.S. list of state sponsors of terrorism. That's about time. So this is a <laughs> yes. obstacle that was kind of holding us up with Havana. Yes. And uh, Obama's move came just after he met with uh, Cuban President Raul Castro. Mm-hmm. They had a nice little meeting. Yeah. Castro uh, was nice, basically. He was. I, I don't blame him for being a little bit off-put by the whole situation. You mean a little you, testy over, yeah, yeah 60 yeah, years ago. Yeah, I mean, you, you're calling me a terrorist. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, by the way... It was placed on the list in 1982 when Havana was supporting liberation struggles in Africa and Latin America. You mean the ones means, that Nelson yeah, Mandela? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? I mean, uh-huh. that's what it was. Yeah. Back in 1982, the African National Congress was trying to achieve rights for all of the non-Afrikaner and white people in South Africa. Yeah. Who's the terrorist in and this And they were considered, and then Cuban, there were Cuban troops in Rwanda. I remember all this, and that, that actually is true. That Cuba did send troops, but they also sent a lot of medical people as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And by but the what way- What do we do? And by the way, we're not the one, Cuba wasn't trying to assassinate our president for like 40 years, which is what the United States, or, or how long, 30 years? From John Kennedy all the way through Reagan, the United States was trying to kill Castro. Yeah. It was an open it was a policy to kill Castro. 
Uh-huh. Exploding cigars. Yeah, well, all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. exploding cigars. But uh, So here, here is Obama saying, you're not terrorists. Don't yeah. worry. We're okay with you now. So, yeah. you know, a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, the, that leaves, if, if Cuba's off the list, we still have Iran, Sudan, and Syria on yeah. the list. Yeah. Yeah. And as we do yeah. this with Cuba, yeah. as we're signing this cooperation ad- agreement, uh, Obama heard criticism of his recent order designating Venezuela a threat to national security. The White House backed off the yeah, order last off. week. They yeah. backed off. Yeah. But uh, President Nicolas Maduro said, told Obama he doesn't trust him. Yeah, well, there you go. And, you know, it's just the U.S. they don't trust. Was it Hugo Chavez? Don't take it personal, it... Obama. They don't trust well, the, you our know, policy. I will say the South American leaders tend to speak their minds. Yeah. You know, they really do. I mean, how often would a United States president say, I don't trust you to another national leader? Yeah. I mean, we kind of, in a, in a diplomatic way, we say that all the time to Iran and all these places. But remember when uh, Hugo Chavez was at the UN and, and uh, George Bush, President W. Yeah. Bush, had, had been there speaking the day yeah. before. And he said, it sm- still smells of sulfur yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the devil was here the day before. Wow, it was great. Great yeah. stuff. Nice little bit of stand-up. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah, you know, he was much. playing to the back seats and, you know, the back row there, but that's okay. In Iraq, the self-proclaimed Islamic State, or as we like to call it, Daesh! Mm-hmm. Very good, right? Has gained new ground, claiming several villages near Ramadi, the capital of Anbar province. The takeover of at least three new villages poses Daesh! It's <laughs> greatest threat to date against Ramadi, which lies about 70 miles west of the capital of Baghdad. Yeah. So they're closing in. Yeah. Iraqi Prime Minister Hadir al-Abadi has properly criticized the Saudi-led bombing of Iranian-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen, escalating tensions between two key U.S. allies, Saudi Arabia's ambassador. Mm-hmm. This just gets rich, doesn't it? It in, does. In, in, it really does. Yeah, defended the U.S.-supported offensive and uh, denied reports of heavy civilian casualties. It- Human rights watch meanwhile called for an investigation into air attacks by the saudi-led coalition on a dairy in yemen which says it killed at least 31 civilians that was in late march yeah all of this stuff with yemen and saudi arabia and iran and iraq just really does pull back the covers what are we really there for we it's almost like we can't even pretend with a straight face anymore why we're there yeah it's just there's all of these possible other other solution other uh reasons yeah. are just blown away yeah they're just gone i don't know we're anybody... surrounded by oil as we sit here in the studio yeah everyone who's driving a car is surrounded by oil yeah. anyone who has a kitchen is surrounded by oil I, all honest, of the plastic goods honest, oil honestly oil. i don't know how these guys go in front of cameras and just don't burst into laughter when they're trying to explain yeah. when they talk about stuff. freedom yeah and democracy I, I just, they're talking about oil <laughs> this is ridiculous and in that the same kind of string of thought, consciousness, mm-hmm. stream of consciousness. Russia is lifting a ban on anti-aircraft missiles to Iran. The deliveries were halted in 2010 following a series of Security Council resolutions imposing sanctions over Iran's nuclear activities. Moscow says the ban is no longer needed because of the framework nuclear deal reached earlier this month. Defending the sale, Russia said the system is purely defensive and suggested it is all the more needed in light of the ongoing military campaign in Yemen led by Iran's rival Saudi Arabia. Okay. Oil. Oil. U.S. and Israeli objections to the deal appeared to center on concerns the anti-missile systems would make it harder to launch military strikes on Iran if the country ignores such an agreement. Oil. <laughs> Meanwhile, the U.S. Senate Foreign Relations Committee approved a measure that would give Congress a say in the final nuclear deal with Iran. 
oil. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, no. No, no. This is Israel. You should don't say oil on this one. Israel. No, this Israel. Is, but this well, is Israel, why Israel, but it's about them being our policemen well, over yeah, there so true. we can obtain yeah, oil true. rights well, that's, from countries. That's true. But this is this is the Netanyahu faction of the Republican Party. Yeah, it's also crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. And it also really they're the, the kind of things that they're currently in the bill are like they have to notify Congress within 10 days of any variation. Yeah. All these kinds of things. You know, Iran, Iran is I'm not no fan of the Iranian government in any way, but I'm, I'm there's all kinds of cross currents going on. There's the more radical. There's the more moderate. There's a lot of different things going on in Iran. We cannot possibly control Iranian politics. And this is just going to be a pretext for the Republicans and all these lunatics to go yeah. nuts every all the time on this. And, I, you know, there has to be some kind of. Uh, I don't know, looking down the road yeah. a little bit here. Uh, just, mm. all right, all right. Hey, Mala, can you count to four? <laughs> very well, good. Very, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Good boy. Four Blackwater operatives were sentenced to lengthy prison terms for their role in the 2007 massacre of unarmed civilians in Baghdad's Niswar Square. Mm, yeah. Nisur Square. Yeah. I'm not really sure on that one. I looked up the pronunciation. I don't know. I think everybody just wings it. <laughs> But four Blackwater operatives, a journey handed down guilty verdicts last year over the killings of 14 of 17 Iraqis who died when the uh, Blackwater unit opened fire. On Monday, Nicholas Slayton was sentenced to life in prison for first-degree murder, while these, while the other guards, three other guards convicted of manslaughter, were sentenced to 30 years each. Yeah. Yeah. This was, uh, the incident was basically, there was a, a, a convoy of Blackwater Escalades, I don't know, suburbans rolling through some some intersection in yeah. in Baghdad, and uh, it something happened. They got held up in traffic, and they yeah. didn't want to wait. Yeah, and they just it's opened, called road rage is really just, what it was. Just opened fire yeah. on all kinds of people all over the place, and this is not something that was uh, unusual for people in Baghdad. These these people were roaring around town all the time. God knows what kind yeah. of damage they caused before this happened. And, uh, you know, they just went nuts and started shooting a bunch of people. And finally, some justice, some measure of justice. Yeah. Over five, 400 migrants have perished off the coast of Libya yeah. after boats have been capsizing and other stuff like that. Yeah. Rescuers in, in this one boat managed to save 145 people, including at least one baby, but hundreds appears to have drowned. Amnesty International criticized European countries for their approach to the flood of migrants seeking to reach Europe saying their ongoing negligence toward the humanitarian crisis in the Mediterranean has contributed to more than a 50-fold increase in migrant and refugee deaths since the beginning of 2015. 50-fold. The Colombian government moved to resume its bombing of FARC rebels following what Colombian President Juan Manuel Santos called a deliberate attack by the FARC. Santos said the attack, which killed 10 Colombian soldiers and one rebel, marked a breach of the FARC's unilateral ceasefire, mm -hmm. Santos did not suspend historic peace talks between the FARC and Colombian government aimed at ending the 50-year conflict. So they're still negotiating over there. Right. Sounds like, I mean, in terms of war, it's a reasonable response. Yeah. In terms of peace, yeah. not so much. Yeah. An Egyptian court confirmed the death sentences of 14 people, including Mohammed Badi. They confirmed it. He's the leader of the Muslim Brotherhood. We've been following this for a while. Yeah. It also sentenced American citizen Mohammed Sultan to life in prison on charges of supporting the Brotherhood and transmitting false news. Says who it's <laughs> false news, right? This is what the government government says. Fox News. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fox News. 
so it's going to be appealed and all that. And yeah. the White House, of course, condemned Sultan's life sentence and demanded his immediate release. Okay. The head of the World Bank endorsed calls for a carbon tax and an end to subsidies for fossil fuels. That's it. That's doesn't, good. Doesn't, doesn't that it? seem fairly reasonable? Yeah. You mean on top of the fact that the oil companies, if you take out Apple out yeah. of the equation, are probably the top five companies in the world. Yeah. They make more money profit-wise, percentage-wise, whatever, however you want to measure it, than well, any Apple of Apple is an oil company. It, it couldn't exist without oil. Well, okay. All right. But I'm saying I know just what you mean. The straight oil up oil, industry. yeah, extraction, all that. And you find, and then you find out they get billions and billions and billions of dollars every year in subsidies, yeah. essentially government handouts. Yeah. And meanwhile, we pay taxes. And meanwhile, we pay taxes. And and I know Exxon for I don't know how many number of years didn't pay any taxes yeah. or whatever. The whole thing's ridiculous. Oh yeah. They well, get subsidies. How is yeah. this possible? So. All right. Yeah. Yeah. This Jim Young Kim. That's the World Bank uh, guy, yeah. head of it. Yeah. President. Yeah. Lord. <laughs> he said poor countries are feeling the boot of climate change on their neck, adding, no, that's very Nazi-ish. Yeah, well, well, there you go. We need to get rid of fossil fuel subsidies now. That's what he said. This is the World Bank saying this. Meanwhile, the University of California continues to invest in fossil fuels. What's up? You know, I was on my way to the station today, and some guy couldn't trim a hedge without firing up a gas motor. Yeah. And they were blowing the sidewalks with gas-powered blowers again. And yet we, we claim we're environmentally responsible here at the university. Some people are. In general, the University of California is full of it. Yeah, but they, yes. But they need to change their policy now. It's just ridiculous. The European Union unveiled antitrust changes, or charges, that is. European Union yeah, yeah. went after Google. Yes. Yeah. That was good. I saw that, too. Yes. He used antitrust Chief said Google appears to be favoring its own products in web search results. Duh. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. And also they uh, launched an antitrust investigation of Google's Android smartphone software. Pretty much doing the same thing. Just leading you to buy their products. That's so unlike big business to oh, do yeah. that. I, I, Why I'm would not, they want to do that, I can't Mike? even imagine. Yeah. <sighs> Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know. I what is it? Well, wait. I'll, hold on. How, I'm just curious how long it took you. Just me? Yeah. How long did it take you to train him to count to four? I'm just kind of curious. Was it, was it a? Was it it took me. It took me four years actually. <laughs> we we just counted up by years. <sighs> and now it's time mm -hmm. for secret stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right, Mother. Time for secret stuff. National Security Agency officials are considering a range of options to ensure their surveillance efforts aren't stymied by the growing use of encryption, particularly in smartphones. Key among the solutions might be a requirement that technology companies create a digital key that can be open that can open any locked device to obtain text messages or other contents. Content. In other words, they would have a key into you. But you'd have to have a special request to get into you. Mm. You know, a little chastity okay. belt that only they held the key to. Right. But who, who would they have to clear this with? The proposal is part of a debate resulting in the, well, you know, they, they want to do this to start off with. They don't have all the technicalities. They'd probably have to clear it through some sort of Secret bureaucracy yeah. that they'd invent. Yeah. The proposal is part of a debate resulting from the growing number of companies that make hardware and software with strong encryption that makes it nearly impossible for people other than the owner, to access the contents. 
And that would be, of course, Apple, which yep. has enabled such encryption by default in their newer iPhones and iPads. So, you know, they're trying to block the right. NSA or right. whoever right. out of your devices. On the other hand, national security and law enforcement officials say the trend would seriously hinder criminal and national security investigations. Of course, they'd say that. But here's the deal. There's no way people engaged in criminal activity uh, are, are going to stop running uh, crypto without locking. You have to lock all the computers down. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you want that to happen. And, and apparently we don't want that to happen. I mean, we want things open iPad style, uh, you know, lock them down like like iPads, essentially. Yeah. So they're just a closed system. Yeah. So that they only run software from a government approved oh, app store is geez. what we're talking about. There are plenty of high quality, free, open crypto tools out there. Simply banning their integration into U.S. products will do precisely nothing to stop criminals from getting their code from outside, outside non-U.S. vendors. So they'll get the code to break in, even if if the NSA decides that they're going to have this little back door. Yeah. And the back door essentially will mean that it will, you know, encourage companies to make a complete lockdown on their computers, yeah. which is bad as far One as One nation concerned. under surveillance. Also in Secret Stuff, the National Security Agency's authority to collect the phone records of millions of people is scheduled to end on June 1st. Yeah. And a bipartisan privacy coalition of 39 organizations wants to make sure it stays that way. It's called Fight 215. Yes. And it's asking Congress to end Section 215 of the Patriot Act, which allows this to happen. It requires phone carriers to hand over call records of American citizens to the NSA. And while US NSA surveillance has been in the news for two years following the first disclosures by Eddie Snowden, a number of congressional attempts to reform the agency have failed already, and yeah, they now will. it's going to expire, and we're hoping that it well, that just expires. Well, that would be huge. Yeah. Huge. Yes. So that huge. Would yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. Uh, I'm working on my Mahler impression. What is it? Yeah. There it is, yeah. Oh, I and now it's time for Drones in the News. I think he thought it was pretty good. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Thank you, Muller. Yeah. Thank you. Al-Qaeda yeah. in the Arabian Peninsula. They have, it's like the, uh, you know, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Al <laughs> kind of. Yeah. yeah, in the Arabian Peninsula says <laughs> one of its senior leaders died in a U.S. drone strike. Ibrahim al-Rubaish, mm -hmm. a top Saudi figure in uh, AQAP, that would be Al-Qaeda yeah, in the Arabian, Arabian Peninsula. Peninsula, and a former Guantanamo prisoner. Uh, that's in Guantanamo Bay. They say they got him. Didn't was they? killed on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. He, had, two. he had a five million bounty on his head. Well, they, you know, they just keep killing him, and they're, you don't want to be number two. Yeah, you in Al certainly don't want to be number two. Yeah. Also, a new study by the Open Society Justice Foundation found that drone strikes have killed Yemeni civilians, despite President Obama's vow to launch attacks only if there is near certainty no innocents would be harmed. Yeah, like we believed that when that went down. Abdul Rashid Al-Faki, the report's co-author, said, uh, in incident after incident, eyewitnesses told us of watching civilians <sighs> being burned alive <sighs> or of losing parents, siblings, and children in U.S. drone strikes. So you wonder why they hate us. Yeah, and you wonder why Jesus. they might want to walk into a place with a bomb wrapped around themselves if they maybe just saw their child burned to death. Yeah. I, I can't understand why anybody would like get into a I fit just, of rage because of something minimal like that. And this isn't by the way, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but 
13 years of war in Afghanistan, I don't know, 10 years, uh, year, uh, years of war in Iraq. This isn't working, by the way, in case somebody yeah. didn't notice. Well, well it's way, working for oil. Yeah, it's working for oil. By the way, a good friend of the show, Ray McGovern, once said on this show, what would you rather do? Would you rather station snipers outside the swamps and shoot at the mosquitoes as they fly out, or would you rather drain the swamp? We should be draining the swamp. We should be giving these people economic opportunities they don't have, uh, overthrow these repressive regimes, and allow them to decide their own yeah, future. Yeah, overthrow them by showing them a better way, yeah. not by yeah. just well, that's right. burning their children. Yeah, by Jesus. A landmark case may open the door for a possible multi-billion dollar class action lawsuit launched by relatives of the alleged 960 civilian victims of U.S. drone strikes in Pakistan. A senior judge in Pakistan has ordered police to formally investigate CIA agents for allegedly authorizing a 2009 drone strike. So if this happens, just opens up a whole range of stuff. Also in drones in the news, the U.S. Navy released a video detailing Locust, a new tool allowing up to 30 drones to coordinate and swarm the enemy autonomously. So they just rocket 30 drones out. And, and they go after whoever. Yeah, it's, it's uh, for the Navy. So wow. it's it's around a, a so, battleship or something like sort that. Sort of a swarm of yeah. drones. Okay. And also the Massachusetts wow. State Police declared the Boston Marathon a no-drone zone. Well, okay. Yeah, so, just for what it's worth. Yeah. He's never been that before. And, and, and you know, I, there's, this okay. is one of those okay. events where yeah. drones would pose, yeah. would, would create a, uh, a nice eyewitness above-ground satellite view of, yeah, the runners and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I also could imagine this would make some of the runners anxious, given the his, the recent history of the Boston Marathon. Yeah. Um, by the way, do we want to include the 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 quadcopter guy? Did you mention? We're well, he's not a quadcopter guy. The guy that went on the White House. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a helicopter. That was a private oh, helicopter. They said, okay. It wasn't a drone. Okay. It was, right. He actually landed, so he's going to be in here. But okay. He's not a drone. Right. I just wondered if a he drone was a drone is is something that's uh, unmanned. unmanned. Yeah. yeah. All right. Just wanted to make sure. low wage workers in the United States. Staged their largest action to date to demand a $15 an hour minimum wage. Good for them. This yeah. includes all sorts of folk here, including uh, what we call adjunct professors. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Those guys get so uh, As some of you are sitting by... in your posh offices tolling down $200,000 a year to pontificate about English literature, remember there are adjuncts out there that are really trying to make it work, and they can't, yes. and they're renting an apartment somewhere and don't know where they're going to spend the rest of their life, and they dedicated their life to trying to make people smarter and, and not do stupid things. I, I think I told you one time, I was I had a, this is an actual conversation that I had with an administrative person here at UCI. Yeah. We are talking about money for the station and all kinds of stuff, and one of the things we brought up was, uh, you know, students and our involvement with students, and, and she, she said to me, it costs the university to have students here. It, it costs money. They cost them money. They don't make a profit based on what they bring in from student fees. Well, they're was, making the profit on... Well, their the involvement with corporations yeah. and research and yeah. patents and all the rest of it. Yeah. But it, strike, it struck me at the time, I'm thinking... You're not supposed you're, to. You're, you're, I mean, you're what's, a service. What's, what's the story here? <laughs> yeah. You're a university and you're bemoaning the fact that you have to teach... Yeah. Students, because yeah. they cost it cost you money. Well, that was basically the idea from is to invest. Yeah. It's not it's Jesus. not that it cost you money. It's that you're investing in the future. I, I it's unbelievable. I, I yeah. So okay. That's Speaking more. of costs, the monetary cost of gun violence in the U.S. is two hundred and twenty nine billion dollars a year. That's according to a collaborative report from the Pacific Institute of Research and Ed Evaluation and Mother Jones. 
They crunched the data from 2012 and found that uh, for a single gun homicide in, the, in America, it's nearly $400,000 that we pay out. And we pay for 32 of them every single day. Oh, my God. Indirect costs amount to at least $221 billion. And that includes, you know, what happens to the victims after yeah. they're shot. Yeah. Former educators in Atlanta, Georgia, were given prison sentences for up to uh, seven years for their role in a cheating scandal at public schools. Okay. Prosecutors say teachers were forced to modify incorrect answers and students were allowed to fix their responses. And 21 other defendants already uh, gave up their plea deal. So they're just... Uh, Awaiting sentencing. Yeah, yeah. The, but the case fueled new scrutiny of education systems' reliance yeah. on standardized te testing, which critics say incentivizes cheating, which I say incentivizes cheating. It also just... I, I don't know. I just... I'm just well, it discourages... It. I, know, I know that it was done with a good heart, I, I, yeah, but I'm I do with... not think that it's a, a, a good thing. Yeah. Meanwhile, in a mass show of opposition to standardized testing, tens of thousands of parents in New York State had their children boycott the annual English language arts exam. Lots of them. Yeah. They were in the thousands. Yeah. Like in one school district, 80% of them didn't show up. It would be great if it was just a simple competition and the, and the, and the schools were not penalized or rewarded for doing good. Because when you know that you're going to be rewarded, get a lot of money, in other words. And right. it's not for the teachers personally. It's, it's for the, the schools. School. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't know how to sort this out. I agree that there should be standards in this country. I don't want Kansas or Texas dictating what my history curriculum is going to be. These people are, in, you know, you That's can't. That's not what this is about. I know, this but I, there's got to be testing. something. There's sort of a benchmark. I think the, the uh, I assume. There the, should be the, a standard in what's taught, yes. not a standard to judge every single student right. in every single school. Right. If, I'm a, if I'm a student in an area that has fracking, right. and I happen to be a little bit mentally retarded or whatever you want to call it, challenged because I happen to drink water that's yeah. screwed up, yeah. and I get a lower test score, I get less money. Right. That doesn't make sense at all. No, I know. I know. And you're right. And again, seven years in prison. I mean, obviously yeah. they fire them, do administratively whatever you have to do and, you know, penalize them, put them in prison for 30 days or say whatever. I don't know. But seven years. Yeah, in they prison? were trying to it, it. They weren't trying to make more money themselves. Right. right. Well, some of there was some bribery in here somewhere. Yeah, I think. There, but, there but, been, but, but, but essentially they were trying know. to get more money for I the know, schools so they could do a better job of teaching. They're, they're right. The problem with schools is in the administration. Not in the teachers. Yeah, we spend you know, untold money. That's right. Creating new textbooks every year to teach old subjects. Right, right. And by the way, that was kind of the point of my little anecdote a couple of minutes ago. Was there's it's so there's so much administrative costs in the university. That's one of the explanations for why yeah, they it, don't make enough money off of students and why they're a burden to not, be. You know, it's it's not it, making it, money it, off it, of students. It, students are. An investment in the future. Yeah, I know. A federal judge declined to order the removal of marijuana from the Drug Enforcement Administration's list of most harmful addictive drugs. And in a way, this kind of makes sense. I, I agree with not, not so much. I wish it had happened. I wish they'd have removed it. But uh, the, even the judge said uh, at this time, at this point in time, a court may decide the status at some point in time. Sorry, mm -hmm. a court may decide the status to be unconstitutional. But this is not the court and this is not the time.
So I'm sorry. Say it again now. What happened? I, I'm sorry. Well, they, they declined to remove marijuana from Drug Enforcement Administration's list of most harmful addictive drugs. So the class drugs. A. They, they yeah, still yeah, exactly. Did, okay, all right. Yeah, okay. The Schedule 1 drug Schedule list. 1. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Schedule 1. That's and right. and it, it, the case didn't make sense to do it at that point in time because it would have been challenged. Somehow it would have yeah. been challenged. Yeah. They, need, yeah. they need a better case to do this Well, on. then that good 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 for him because if it had been overturned in a, in a higher court, we would have gone through all kinds of crap to make it happen. Here's yeah. a happy story, Mike. Okay. In an unprecedented corporate move, one CEO, Dan Price, announced he will slash his own salary and raise the salary of each of his 120 employees over the next three years, with the minimum salary being set at $70,000. And what does Mr. Dan Price Dan Price do? And uh, this includes clerks, includes everybody in the company, even if they're working sales, whatever That's... it is, the entry-level job, $70,000. Price is the founder and CEO of Gravity Payments, a credit card payment processing firm that he started at age 19 at his college dorm at Seattle Pacific University. His comp company processed over $6.5 billion in transactions, spanning over 12,000 different companies last year alone. The U.S. is one of the largest pay gaps, yes. by the way, yes. and chief executives earning nearly 300 times what the average worker makes. This guy said, I'm going to make $70,000. I own this company. I got two homes. What do I need all this money for? Right. I, I would rather have a company where people worked at and felt proud and would want to elevate the company and what we do rather than uh, have somebody working for me who's upset and can't even pay for rent. Right. I tell you what, if you're going to default on your credit card debt and or your, you know, or whatever, insist on gravity. Support this company. Yeah, aren't they? Aren't they one of those companies? Yeah, that go and Dan after Price. Me. And you know, of course, this is a little bit of a publicity move. I'm sure no, for him. But, it, but he's it's willing, real. He's willing no. to to cut down. Yeah, yeah. A CEO who realizes that money isn't everything, and yeah. maybe cooperation between people and appreciating people is more important. Yeah, I agree. Cuban American Senator Marco Rubio. <laughs> enough about him <laughs> yeah hillary clinton announced her uh, bid for the 2016 democratic presidential nomination in a youtube video uh, that featured a black couple expecting a child an asian american student looking for jobs a pair of spanish-speaking business owners and a gay couple planning to get married was she trying to reach out to a certain demographic in just, this at all her logo is a uh, h standing for i assume for not hell but hillary <laughs> Yeah, and it has a big red arrow in it pointing to the right, which isn't such a good idea for a Democratic candidate. Is that right? But oh, I guess I guess it is kind of indicative of where she'll be pointing. To the few, shouldn't it be to the left? To the I don't know. No, it's pointing. It's pointing to the right, yeah, right, which is, you know, in terms of politics. Okay. You know, that's where I'm going all right. with. All this. right. Okay. I didn't expect it to be pointing to the left, because then people would say, "Oh, she's going back." Well, then, then maybe uh, it point up. Hillary, okay. but then people would think, oh, that looks like a male, you know. Oh, see. I don't know. See, you every, can't they win went, with this kind of, yeah, you're Yeah, right, they were going okay. through the arrow yeah, thing yeah. for a long time. I'm sure that went through dozens yeah. and dozens of yeah. meetings. And it's just kind of funny. It is. It's I, what they paid, probably paid some company in, in Silicon Valley yeah. $5 million to figure out the logo. Nevertheless, a Pew Research Center found that that's a poll, a pre-use Pew Research, Pew, Pew, Pew Research Center found that Republicans are whiter, older, and have less education than Democrats. Who knew? Really? Yeah. I had no idea. I mean, they just, they, you know, and I'm, I'm, somebody, got, somebody paid a lot of money for that yeah, survey, I, uh, too. Well, you know, By the, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Education is hard to judge. 
because I think a lot of Republicans have an education on the street. I think that's what causes them to be so bitter. Yeah. I but think... at the same time, they are whiter and older. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Fox. They're just Fox News. Watch Fox News for 15 minutes. Watch the advertising on yeah. Fox News, and you don't have to know. You don't have to take a survey. Oh, and here's a little report on American wealth again. I suppose I should have mentioned this earlier when we were talking about that uh, Dan Price guy who mm -hmm. cut his salary, a CEO. Yeah. America's wealth grew by 60% in the past six years by over $30 trillion. I haven't experienced any of that. No. No, no have you? No, no. No. In fact, pay for me is pretty much gone down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, the number of homeless children has grown almost 60%. Uh. So it's 60% increase in wealth, which mm. most of us don't even get a grip on. No. And meanwhile, homelessness has also grown by 60%, something the 1% should be very proud I, of. I, I really keep waiting for some kind of a critical mass here. I'm waiting for something to happen, and it, it sort of kind of feels like it with this $15 an hour thing. Yeah. There's kind of a, there's hints of this that... That maybe just maybe people have started to piece this stuff together, and I really do think the biggest problem in America is we don't we ha we have no apparently lack the ability to put things together. Yeah, that this over here, while it might be about well, how we're much so distracted. Is, yeah, is really connected a lot to this. We we got our head buried in an iPhone. We yeah. really can't yeah. connect things up unless uh, yeah. unless the iPhone does that for us. Then and we usually don't aren't attracted. Yeah. to things that will connect those things to us. Yeah. It'd have to be some sort of game, yeah. you know, where people would actually realize that they're getting screwed at the end no matter what they do. Yeah, maybe we could turn Mist. Remember Mist oh, into God. some sort of a game where Not Mist. You, you get Not Mist. screwed, at, like you said, just yeah. end up getting... A mailman from Florida landed a tiny oh, personal yeah. aircraft known as a gyrocopter on the lawn of the U.S. Capitol in protest to demand campaign finance reform, which would help a lot, I believe, in straightening the economic yeah, well, situation this, there, out. There it is, yeah. This is Doug Hughes. Yeah. He was carrying letters to every member of Congress calling for them to address corruption. He flew about an hour from Maryland into restricted airspace and onto the Capitol's West Lawn, stunning authorities and bystanders. He was immediately arrested. Of course he was. Before taking off, he had spoke about his plans and said, I don't believe that the authorities are going to shoot down a 60-year-old mailman in a flying bicycle. <laughs> Good for him. He's a brave guy, you know. Yeah, no, honestly, I, he's my hero, right? Yeah, now. that took some. Yeah, yeah, that took some guts with yeah. all the, you know, especially with all the uh, craziness with people running across the White House lawn. And and, and for what it's worth, another uh, incident like this, kind of like this, didn't get as much attention. But on Saturday, last Saturday, twenty-year-old Leo Thornton shot himself to death outside the Capitol yeah. while bearing a protest sign that said "Tax the one percent." Yeah, I heard about that. Yes. Police in South Carolina arrested a woman after she allegedly stabbed her roommate multiple times for refusing to stop playing music by the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, I agree, Mahler. <laughs> who, needs, who needs that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it pains Mahler, too. It's uh, unclear which of the band's songs drove uh, batter, that's uh, the woman, over the edge, but police have narrowed it down, and this is true, down to the possible suspects of uh, witchy woman. Okay. Yeah. Well, Take so it easy. Okay. <laughs> and peaceful, easy feeling. Because <laughs> she had those on, on repeat. You know, she had that on, yeah. Okay. Or he did. Yeah. The White House opened its first gender-neutral restroom. At UCI, we call them inclusive restrooms. I just want to okay. clue the White House into that. Okay. 
gender neutral. What does that mean? You lose your gender? You have to put your gen your genitals in neutral when you walk in there? Easy. I suppose that's true. Easy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I suppose right, that's, that's true. true. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. Bro. Okay. And Women on 20s, a nonprofit group that seeks to replace Andrew Jackson's image on the $20 bill with the face of a woman. That's right, Wallace. Yeah. Face of a woman. Announced that its list of candidates has been narrowed to Eleanor Roosevelt. Yeah. Rosa Parks. Yeah. Harriet Tubman and Cherokee Chief Wilma Mankiller, which I, th I, I mean, Mankiller has. Yeah, my that's a problem. That's going to be a problem. You think? I, I would consider Miley Cyrus on that list, but that's just me. Um, that's disgusting. No, all right. Here's one I like. Yeah. Flowtech Industries, Inc., a Texas yeah. producer of hydraulic fracturing. fracturing. You know, that's fracking. Fracking, yeah. fracking fluids. This is Flowtech Industries. What a name. <laughs> <laughs> flow tech. I mean, yeah. it sounds like a toilet. Doesn't you know it? they're lying if yeah. they're named Flow Tech and they're re yeah. they're related to frack. Anyway, they say Flow Tech says its customers have come to associate the scent of orange juice with its line of fracking chemicals because their fracking chemicals. Are you kidding smell me? Like orange Scented juice. fracking fluids. Is well, it just the way it happens to smell. Oh, all right. It okay. just happens to smell that way, and Flow Tech wants the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office to register the smell as a trademark. Yeah, I think I'm pretty okay. much I got, well, I got one more. One last thing. Let's end on a happy note, shall okay. we? Happy note. This is happy. The Vatican has ended its takeover of the largest group of U.S. nuns uh, that it took over nearly two, two years early, marking an apparent move by Pope Francis to heal the ties with the Leadership Conference of w Women Religious. Uh, in uh, 2012, Pope Benedict, a rat singer, yeah. uh, accused the nuns of promoting radical feminist themes and appointed three male bishops to oversee them. Oh. And Pope Francis has said, see you later, go, wait a three, go, Francis. three bishops. Yeah. That's disgusting. Isn't that Isn't disgusting? It, yeah, really. Pope uh, Rattweiler. <laughs> Jeez, man, that, guy was, that guy was really... I, I don't even understand how he can call himself a man of God. You're, you're supposed to represent the Prince of Peace. You notice how nobody ever calls Christ or whatever they call that guy, you know, <laughs> Jesus, the Prince of Peace. It's always, you know, the Son of God. Yes. Which is really a patriotical pound of bull crap. Yeah, exactly. You know, the Son of, what the hell does that really mean? But Prince of Peace, oh, let's forget about that. I just let's hope, go to battle for the Prince of Peace. Yeah, I just hope that Pope Francis has a food taster. I really do. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know yeah. how long this is going to last. I sure, hope, I sure hope he's I hope around forever. for a while. Yeah. We got your back, Pope. Yeah, we do. And finally, in China, a state television presenter issued a public apology for calling Chairman Mao an old son of a bitch. You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review Podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.